within a week of her 16th birthday. Olivia wouldn't live long enough to coast into the homecoming dance in her ivory lace gown, beaming her cotton candy lip gloss coated smile with Pete's arm around her shoulders, to be the envy of all of us. Chapter One Um, hello. You did not mention that Henry would be home this weekend, Candace said, interrupting Olivia's sidewalk monologue about her pursuit of the perfect homecoming dress. The search had begun over the summer. Olivia could picture it in her head, she told us, and by now we could all picture it in vivid detail, too. The dream dress was the color of vanilla buttercream frosting, not too yellow to be summery, and not too white to be bride-like. A crew, or eggshell, or any pale variation on white that would show off Olivia's glamorous tan, obtained by rowing each morning at summer camp in Canada, would do. Even my daily runs in Florida beneath a blazing sun hadn't rewarded me with a tan as dark as Olivia's. Olivia was the last among us to turn 16, but none of us had our own wheels yet that September. Misha shared a car with her older sister, who seemed to always have custody of it. Candace's divorced parents were denying her access to wheels until she picked up her grades, one of the few things upon which they agreed. Taking the bus home from the mall was hardly desirable, but it was less nerdish than having a parent pick up all five of us in an SUV curbside outside Nordstrom. We were in high spirits that afternoon after having slurped down sugary lattes at the mall, dropping our parents' money on earrings and paperback novels just to have purchased something to carry back to Olivia's house. Leaving the mall empty-handed felt strange and wasteful. I had bought a pair of chandelier earrings I thought might be cool for homecoming, if any boy were to ask me within the next week. Olivia looked down the block toward her three-story house, where Candace's eyes had spotted Henry's blue pickup truck in the driveway. Her angelic button nose wrinkled, and she put one hand on her hip. Ugh, I didn't know he'd be here. Who's Henry? asked Violet. Only a girl who had just moved to Willow over the summer could be ignorant of Henry Richmond's identity. My brother, Olivia informed her with disgust. Her totally hot brother, Candace added. Candace was a brassy blonde with a big chest and a loud mouth. Her last name was Cotton, which was abundant reason for every kid in class to crack up whenever a substitute teacher read roll call in homeroom and announced her name as Cotton Candy. She wasn't as pretty as Olivia, but from a distance, if you kind of squinted at her when the sun was shining in just the right way, you might believe it if she told you she was a runway model. During my two weeks as an inductee into Olivia's popular circle, I had been endlessly amused by Candace's gravel-voiced musings and observations. Candace suspected that Mr. Tyrell, the biology teacher, was a good kisser. She had been suspended from school for three days at the tail end of our sophomore year, back when I was still the old version of McKenna, for getting caught by Coach Highland under the bleachers during gym class with Isaac Johnston. Candace said exactly what she thought, and even though she was hilarious, I was a little terrified of her. It was possible that Candace thought about nothing but kissing boys every second of every day. Olivia rolled her eyes. You are so gross, Candace. But Candace wasn't alone in thinking Henry was hot. I'd had a crush on Henry Richmond since the second grade, way back when it was still the custom in our small town to invite every kid in your elementary school class to your birthday party. Henry was two years older than Olivia and had just started college at Northwestern. He was majoring in sociology with the goal of getting into law school after undergrad. 
I only knew all of this because I had practically committed every single photograph and mention of him in my yearbook to memory. I think it's sweet. He came home for your birthday, Misha said. Misha was the complete physical opposite of Candace. Misha was petite and nimble, the school's star gymnast with enormous brown eyes and perfectly straight, thick brown hair that hung down her back to her waist, heavy and glossy. She was sharp-tongued and chose her words carefully, but in our two weeks of fast friendship, I had gotten the distinct feeling that there was always a storm of thought going on behind her eyes. He did not come home for my birthday, Olivia corrected Misha. He's probably home because of his stupid foot. Henry had been in our high school's tennis team, bringing Weeping Willow High School its only state title in tennis in over 20 years. He had played most of his senior year season on a stress fracture in his fifth metatarsal, and only after he won the championship in Madison did he go to the doctor.